0: Hello, this is Minister Glenn Burrell, Seed of Faith Clinic Podcast, where the Word of God is able to save your soul. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a word of edification from the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord. Well, today I want to teach you on the subject of activating the knowledge of God's promises, by faith. Activating the knowledge of God's promises by faith. Well, before we get into the message or the teaching, I want us to understand that knowledge is important. Acquiring knowledge is important. But I want us to understand that we can acquire all the knowledge that we want. But in getting the knowledge, we need understanding. We need wisdom. But my focus today is the fact that we gain knowledge, but are we activating that knowledge? We gain knowledge and acquire knowledge, but are are we making that knowledge that we acquire or that we receive, are we making that knowledge become a working knowledge? Well, what do I mean by working knowledge? I mean, for an example, you can go to university and you can go for four years and you can sit and you can listen to the teacher. You can take notes. You can read. You're acquiring that knowledge. But maybe those first two years, you're receiving the theory of the subject that you're studying but maybe the next two years or that you're majoring in the knowledge that you acquired of the theory and the principles of what you're majoring in the last two years, that knowledge that you received the first two years now in those last two years, you making that knowledge become a working knowledge. Well, when I say a working knowledge, You, you taking that knowledge that you receive and you begin to activate that knowledge. By beginning to be a doer of what you acquired. Amen. And that's what God want us to do. He want us to be not a hearer only of his word, but he want us to be a doer of the word. And being a doer of God's word is what activates his word in our lives. Amen. But that word has to be activated by faith. Faith is like the the engine that makes God's word work in our lives. Amen. Faith is the currency in the kingdom of God uh, that releases the promises of God in our lives. Amen. So that's what we want to focus on today. We want to focus on the fact that we need to go a step further and move out of the realm of just acquiring knowledge, but move into the realm of activating that knowledge by faith. Amen. Amen. And we're going to use for our text today uh, out of Romans, the 10th chapter, verses 1 through 4. But I want us to understand that knowledge can be passive. What do I mean by knowledge can be passive? It can become stagnant. It can become dormant. Amen. Because it's not being applied. Because it hadn't become a working knowledge in our lives. And we want the word of God. We want the promises of God to become active in our life. And we, the way we activate or make the Word of God become active and productive in our lives. We take the knowledge that we acquired from the written Word of God, and we begin to apply that knowledge to our lives. So, so, so we have to add faith to the knowledge that we receive. Amen. I say we have to add faith to the knowledge that we receive. So let, let us understand a little bit about what faith is. In Hebrew 11, 1, it said, Now faith is the substance. Now faith is the substance. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Well, I want us to understand that faith is the currency in the kingdom of God, just as money is the currency in this earthly realm. So, you know, if you're trying to uh, receive something from God, or re, are you trying to receive his promises? Are you trying to activate his promises in your life? Then you need faith. You need that currency that, 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 that makes the transaction in the kingdom of God effective. Amen. Because there are transactional principles that God has put in place in order to receive or partake from his kingdom which is his promises, which is his written word that he has left for us. So we take that faith, uh, that currency, that faith currency, and we apply that to the knowledge that we have received to be, to make it active in our life, so that those promises that God has given us can be productive and become a reality in our life. Because I want us to understand that There's nothing that we can receive from heaven or we can receive from the kingdom of God without faith. The same as it is in in this earth realm. There's nothing that you can receive out of the marketplace or in this world system without having the currency or the money that you need to make the transaction. Amen. So God has established a transactional system, and that transactional system that God has put in place is faith, prayer, and the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So faith is the substance of things hoped for, and prayer is where we make our requests known to God. So I want us to to understand that when we go to God in prayer, we just can't go to God complaining and crying and begging and so forth. We go to God boldly and remind him of his word. Hallelujah. Remind him of his word. He said, now faith is the substance. Well, the word of God is the substance of faith. The word of God is like that currency. Hallelujah, that we have to present to God in order to make a a, a transaction or in order to make an exchange or in order for our request to be uh, released in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. That's just like you go into the store here in this earthly realm. You you, want to make a transaction. But in order to make that transaction, you first have to have that currency. Amen. You have to have the currency in order to start the transaction. Amen. So you go into the store and you 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 make your request known. You, you tell the the clerk or the cashier or whoever is receiving the money. You let them know your request. You make your request known. You go into the store. Oh, I want a bag of chips. Well, what kind of chips do you want? You see, when we go to God in prayer and make our request, no, we need to be specific. You don't, you don't go into the store and just tell the clerk or, or whoever is uh, the store attendant and say, oh, I just want some chips. Well, what brand of chips do you want? What kind of chips do you want? Amen. So you have to make your request specific. But we need to go to God and we must go to God in prayer with his word. God want us to 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 to, to remind him of his word. So when we go to God in prayer, we find scriptures that is related to our situation or circumstance or our request and we find those scriptures and we present those scriptures back to God. Amen. See, we have to understand that the word of God is the keys to the kingdom. I say the word of God is the keys to the kingdom. Amen. So when we go to the kingdom to Make our request known. We go to God to make our request known in the kingdom. Hallelujah. We got to be specific. And the word of God. Hallelujah. I say the word of God. Presented to God. Will complete. The transaction. Once we present it. Along with our request. Along with the word of God. Because the word of God is your substance. The word of God is your currency. In the kingdom of God. Just like in the earth money. Is the currency. Money is the currency. In the marketplace. Amen. So you have to have money. To make a transaction in the marketplace. You have to have faith. To make a transaction in the kingdom of God. But you go into the marketplace. You make your request known. You be specific. I I, I say you be specific. Glory to God. You go in. You already have the name of the product established in your your heart. You already know what you hope to receive. Glory to God. So you add the currency to, to the hope. Amen. And those two coming together, after making your request known, those two coming together will cause the transaction to be complete. Amen. Amen. You know, in this earthly realm, you have the currency, uh, you make your request known, and then you have the supplier. Well, the store that you go in, that is the supplier. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The supplier of the product that you need. So so you go you go to God in the kingdom of God and you, you you go in faith and you you go in prayer making your request known and understanding that the anointing of God, the Holy Spirit of God is the supplier of what we need from the kingdom of God. I say the Holy Spirit is the supplier. Of what we need in the kingdom of God. So there's a transaction principle that God has. There's transactional principles that God has put in place. And those transactional principles are faith, the currency of the kingdom, prayer, making your request known unto God and being specific to what you are requesting. You don't go to God and just in general say, God, whatever is your will. Well, God has plenty of promises in his word. What are you requesting? What are you requesting from God? Be specific with God. Amen. When you're making your request known. But most importantly, find scripture in the word of God that will support your request. That's what God is looking for. That's what God is looking for. God is not looking for your complaining. He's not looking for your crying. He's not looking for your begging. God is looking for you to come to him on the basis of his word. So find scripture if you need healing that will support your request for healing. Find scripture if you need money in this earthly realm that will support, hallelujah, your request for money. Whatever you need. You need joy? Find scriptures. Glory to God, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. But that, but I want us to understand that the knowledge that we receive has to be activated. It has to become a working knowledge. Glory to God, not just acquiring knowledge and just sitting on it. Not just acquiring knowledge and it becomes dormant. It is not active in your life. And then you expect it. And wonder why you expect to receive from God and wonder why things are not happening the way you hope that they, that they will. Amen. Glory to God. So we need to be wise in the things of God. We don't need to be ignorant to the things of God or ignorant to the ways of God or ignorant to how God functions in us as his children, as believers. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So don't allow allow the knowledge that that God has has given us through his written word to become passive in your life. That knowledge that that God has given us, it needs to be aggressive. It needs to be active. It needs to be working on our behalf. Amen. Don't allow the knowledge to sit and become dormant. Don't allow that knowledge to sit and become passive, but it needs to be aggressive. Well, what do I mean by I need to be aggressive? Aggressive means that you're pressing forward with force. Amen. Aggressive knowledge is being a doer of the word of God. Be not hearers only, but be doers of the word. Hallelujah. You got to make that word become active. In your life, you got to apply that knowledge. Hallelujah, that you have received by hearing, because faith come by hearing, and hearing come by the word of God. See, we're not just want to hear anything. We we want to hear the word of God. Hallelujah, glory to God. I mean, you can hear whatever you choose to hear, but you need to be choosing to hear the word of God, because whatever you hear is what you're going to have faith for. Glory to God, I'm going to say that again. Whatever you hear is what you're going to have faith for. And once it gets down into your spirit, man, once it gets into your soul, glory to God, it'll become active in your soul and you'll begin to act out whatever you have on the inside of you. So I encourage you to get the word of God on the inside of you. Fill yourself up with the word of God. Amen. Because the word of God is what produces faith in your life. So we have to have confidence. We have to have assurance of knowing that the word of God works for on our behalf. But it won't work if you just allow that knowledge to become dormant in your life. If you never apply wisdom to. To that knowledge that you receive, which wisdom is the ability, the ability to get it done, the ability to do it, the ability to work it. Hallelujah. Wisdom gives you that ability to work it so that it can manifest. Amen. We have to have understanding, though. Glory to God. We have to understand what it is. We have to understand who it is. We have to understand where it is, glory to God, before we can apply wisdom to what uh, we're desiring to have or what we're desiring to accomplish. Amen. So the, the knowledge of God's promises need to become activated in our life. And the only way we can activate that knowledge is by faith. It's by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Well, faith is the substance. So faith is the substance. So what is the substance of faith? The substance of faith is the word of God. Amen. Which is the currency of the kingdom of God. In this earthly realm, the currency is money. Money is the substance that we need in this earth. Dollar bills, coins. Amen. That we can use to make the transaction to receive what we desire or what we requested to have. Amen. Just like in the kingdom of God, faith. Hallelujah is the currency. The word of God is the currency. So we have to take the word of God. Hallelujah. Which is the substance. Hallelujah. And present it before God. Just like we present money to the cashier. We present money uh, to the attendant. We present money, glory to God, to the mortgage place. So we have to present the word of God, which is the substance, hallelujah, that we need to make the transaction in heaven so that we can receive what we hope and desire to have. Amen. Amen. Glory to God, but we have to have, we have to believe, we have to have confidence that when we go to God in faith, when we present his word back to him, hallelujah, and the anointing of God begin to release what you are desiring and what you hope for, the supplier. The anointing is the supplier. The Holy Spirit is the supplier. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it's the faith currency. That causes the things of the kingdom to be released. Amen. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But 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 quickly. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We want aggressive knowledge. That knowledge that's active. Glory to God. But Romans 10, 1 through 4. Reading out of the New Living Translation. The NLT. Verse 1. It says. We're talking about Israel, the children of Israel, glory to God, that the, the, they were ignorant of the things of God. And when I say ignorant, it's just that you don't have the information or you got wrong information. You got mis, misled information. And that's what we don't want. We don't want, hallelujah, misled knowledge. Glory to God, we want the correct knowledge of god's word that will show us how how we should be living how we should be acting how we should be talking talking how to make our requests known before god but you need the word of god the substance you need the substance to support what you're believing for amen but verse one say dear brothers and sisters The longing of my heart and my prayer to God is for the people of Israel to be saved. Well, I want us to understand that being saved is not just dying and going to heaven, accepting Jesus and dying and going to heaven. Saved or salvation is all inclusive. It includes everything that we need to be productive here in this earth as well. Amen. Glory to God. That includes health. Healing, prosperity, joy, peace, love, glory to God, kindness, all of those things. Amen. But Jesus, when he died to save us, he didn't just die for us to die and go to heaven. Hallelujah. He died for the whole man, spirit, soul, and body. So everything that he died for, God has already supplied. But how do we receive it? Hallelujah we have to make our request known. But we make our request known by faith. And we have to have a substance of faith, which is the word of God, hallelujah, to make our request productive in order that the things in the kingdom of God uh in the heavenly realm can be released to us so that it can manifest in this earthly realm. Y'all still here. Y'all still with me. Amen. Verse 2, I know what enthusiasm, we have a lot of enthusiastic believers, we have a lot of believers that's full of enthusiasm, full of knowledge, full of zeal, but no understanding and wisdom of how to work that knowledge in their life, amen, you that what the children of Israel was like. They had the knowledge, but not according to the correct knowledge. They had a misguided knowledge. They had a misleading knowledge. Glory to God. But we don't want a misdirected knowledge. We want a direct, correct knowledge of the word of God. So they had the enthusiasm. He said, I know what enthusiasm they have for God. But it is misdirected zeal. Verse 3. For they don't understand. God's way of making people right with him. Do we understand how to get right with God today? Do we understand who we are in Christ Jesus? Do we know what belong to us? In this day and time, in this dispensation and time. For they don't understand God's way of making people right with himself. What do you mean making people right with God? Being in right standing with God. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Amen. God, you in right standing with God. Is it by your own works? No. We'll find that out in just a minute. Verse 3. For they don't understand God's way of making people right with Himself, refusing, refusing, refusing. We got a lot of believers today in certain areas of their life. They're refusing the truth of God's word. It's probably because they don't understand it. And if they understand it, they don't have the wisdom to apply it. But we need knowledge, understanding and wisdom. Glory to God, we need all three. They're refusing to accept God's way. They cling to their own way. We're doing that today. We're trying to cling to our own way of doing things. We're trying to work our way into heaven. We're trying to to hustle and bustle to, to, to try to please God. No, no. Jesus already did the work that pleased God. I said Jesus already completed the work that pleased God. All we as believers have to do is to tap in and accept and receive what God has already done through Christ Jesus on our behalf. But the Israelites didn't understand that. They thought they had to work. To keep the law. They had to do this. They had to do that. They had to say this. They had to look a certain way. They had to dress a certain way. And and so forth. In order to become right with God. But God is not into all our religious ways. Of trying to please him. Glory to God. There's only one way to please him. And that's to believe. I said there's only one way to please God. And that's to believe. His written word, that's to believe on his son, Jesus Christ. That's to believe that his word is true because the word of God is our life source. The word of God is the source of our life. Amen. But that's all God expects for us to do is just believe. And that's what the Israelites didn't understand. They didn't understand that the only thing God required of them was just to believe, just to have faith. Present faith to him. Present faith to him. That's all he required of us, to to have confidence in his, his spoken word, to have confidence in his written word. Faith come by hearing, and not just hearing one time, it come by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I wouldn't be the one to sit in church on Sunday and the pastor is is teaching or preaching something that you've heard before and your arrogant self sit up and say, I have heard that before. No, you need to hear it again because evidently, if God is presenting it again, you ain't get it the first time. Amen. Hallelujah. You may as well say amen. It's so anyway. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you step on your toes, just say ouch and keep on listening. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 4. For Christ has already, listen, 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 because your works won't get it. I say your works, your works won't get it. But he's trying to show us that the works of Christ. Has already done it. Amen. All we have to do. Is hear it. Perceive it. Conceive it. Believe it. And act on it. Amen. I say amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 4. For Christ has already. 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 Accomplished. He has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe, that's all he asked us to do. That's all he asked us to do is just believe. All who believe in him are made right with God. Are you a believer? Do you have confidence in your belief? I say, are you a believer and do you have confidence in what you believe? Glory to God, you can't be a doubter. You can't be like Dowden Thomas and somebody, I have to see it before I believe it. No, that's not how the kingdom of God works. The kingdom of God operates in the unseen realm. Glory to God, which you use your faith, the currency of the kingdom, to pull it out of the unseen realm into the seen realm that it will manifest in your life so you can enjoy. it. God wants you to enjoy the things of the kingdom. God wants us to enjoy the things of this earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we're so locked up into this world system that we don't have an understanding of the kingdom of God and how it functions in this earth. We're so busy trying to die and go to heaven when God is trying to get heaven down here to us so that we can live. (laughs) Amen. I said, we're so busy trying to die and go to heaven. And God is saying, I've already sent heaven into this earth, the kingdom into this earth so that you can live and have an abundant life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus already did the finished work. He paid the price. So now he has put you in right standing with God. Now that we are in right standing with God, we can declare that I am, as a believer, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Not by my works, not by how good I could be, not by my begging, my crying. And so forth. But it's by the finished works of Jesus that we believe in our heart and confess out of our mouth. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What do we need to confess out of our mouth? The word of God. What do we need to confess out of our mouth? That Jesus is Lord. What do we need to confess out of our mouth? That God raised him from the dead. What do we need to confess out of our mouth? The promises of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to look at three points today. And we'll finish shortly. Glory to God. I said we'll finish shortly. So the first point that I want to look at is that we need to acquire knowledge by listening, by educating, and learning. We need to acquire the knowledge of God's promises by listening, by educating, and learning what the promises of God is to believers. We got to know what the promises are. There's a bunch of promises that he has in his word. It's a whole lot of them, but we can't get into all of them today, but we will look at some of them. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God, hallelujah. Acquire knowledge by listening, by hearing the word of God. Faith come by hearing, and hearing come by the word of God. We need to educate ourselves. We need to understand what the word of God is saying unto us. We need to read the word of God. Glory to God. We, we don't need to let the word g- go from our, our, our eyesight. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We need to read that word and get our mind renewed. Hallelujah. That's a key principle to being victorious in the word of God. It's saturating yourself with the word so that your mind can be renewed to the word of God so you can live a lifestyle of God. So you can act a lifestyle of God. You can talk a lifestyle of God. Hallelujah. You will be productive in the kingdom of God. Glory to God. I said, you'll be productive when you educate yourself, when you learn the word of God. Hallelujah. When you learn the word of God so you can be productive. See, the word of God will renew your mind. But if you don't renew your mind with the word of God, then you'll still act like the world you still live like the world. You'll still have a lifestyle of the world. Amen. Acquire the knowledge of God. By listening. By educating. By reading. By learning. The promises of God. So you'll know what belongs to you. You'll know what God has given you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go on to number two. Number two. Believers have to develop an engrafted engrafted image of God's promises in our spirit and soul. I'm going to say that again. Believers have to develop an engrafted. What do we mean by engrafted? Engrafted, another word for engrafted means implanted. We have to implant the word of God on the inside of us. Another word, we have to join ourselves to the word of God. We have to be joined to the word. Glory to God and the word has to be joined to us. Hallelujah. He said, abide in me and I'll abide in you. The word of God, if you abide in the word, the word of God will abide in you. Because the word of God is Jesus. I say the word of God is Jesus. And when you allow the word of God to abide in you. You allowing Jesus to abide in you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man would be open up to me, I'll come in and sup with him. How do we how do we open the door so that Jesus can come in and sup with us? So that Jesus can come in and fellowship with us. We open the door. By opening up the word of God on the inside of us. And believing it by faith. And he'll come in and he'll abide with us. He's not going to abide with us outside of his word being abiding in us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What's abiding on the inside of you today? Are you wondering why you have doubts about whether Jesus is with you or not? Because you got to examine and evaluate what you have abiding on the inside of you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Believers have to develop. We got to develop. We got to develop. We got to develop an image on the inside of us. When you develop that image on the inside of you, guess what it's going to look like? It's going to look like Jesus. When you develop the word of God on the inside of you, it's going to look like Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Developing and engrafted, that word has to be attached to you. And you have to be attached to the word of God. That image, that image, that image. It's because once you develop that image, it's going to look like the original. I said, when you develop that image on the inside of you, It's going to look just like the original. So whatever whatever image you develop on the inside of you, that's what it's going to look like. That's what you're going to project. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said that's what you're going to project on the outside is the image that you have on the inside of you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The image of God's promises in your spirit and in your soul. Well, let's quickly look at. We'll look at fifteen of God's promises. With uh, uh, God's promises, with Scripture. Well, let's look at number one. The first promise, number one. God promises never fail. I say God's promises never fail. Let's look in Joshua twenty-one forty-five. Not one of all the Lord's good promises to Israel failed. Everyone, everyone was fulfilled. Every promise that he gave to Israel, he said it was fulfilled. Every promise that God has given us today has already been fulfilled. We just need to take the currency and the keys to the kingdom which is the word of God, and unlock the the, the, the door to, to the kingdom of God and go in and receive the promises that God has given us. Every time God has made a promise to us, he said, it's already done. I've already given it to you. It's already in place. All you have to do is receive it. But you got to have faith to receive because faith is the currency to the kingdom of god faith is the currency to the promises of god the word of god is the keys that unlocks the door well does god have the keys no does jesus have the keys no he gave us the keys to the kingdom he gave the church the keys to the kingdom But the church has to take the keys, which is the word of God, and unlock the key, the doors to the kingdom. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. Number two, God is always good. I say God is always good. God is not doing bad things to folks. He's not destroying folks' property with tornadoes and hurricanes and so forth. God is not killing folks. God is not taking from you. God is not trying to teach you something to make you right with Him. No, He's good, and He's good all the time. Amen. Psalm 119, 68, proof text. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. Number three, God is always with me. You don't have to look here and over there and everywhere looking for God, God is already in you. He said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's always with me. Joshua 1.9. This is my commandment. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. That's enough to shout about. That's enough to take off and run. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said, glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's enough to make you run all through your house. Glory to God. You don't have to wait till you get to church to run. You don't have to wait till you get to church to shout. You shout right now. Shout in your house right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, shout in your car. Shout in and the wherever you go hallelujah glory to god hallelujah number four god is faithful hebrews 10 23 let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess we profess for he whom promise is faithful god is faithful to his promises god is not a liar and he's not one that will turn back off of his word. Once he gave that promise, it said set, it's settled. It's forever. Glory to God, he's faithful. Number five, God is kind and compassionate. He's not a mean God. Glory to God, he's not a God that's mad with you. He's not a God that's angry with you. He's a God that that love you and and, and want to be kind to you and compassionate to you. Isaiah 54, 10. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love, kindness, for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. And I want us to understand that it takes two people to establish a covenant. But it only takes one to break that covenant. And I want you to understand God is not the one that's breaking the covenant. If the covenant is broken between you and God, you broke the covenant. Amen. Hallelujah. Number six. God designed me for a purpose. Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. See, your good works come after you accept Christ Jesus, which God prepared in advance for us to do. See, your gifts and your talents, the things that you think you develop yourself, God already put those in place in you. All you have to do is educate yourself. Learn. Of the gifts on the inside of you, so that you can be productive. Amen. Number six. Number 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 seven. God loves me deeply, no matter what. Romans eight thirty eight through thirty nine. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor neither height or depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Nothing will stop God from loving you. Nothing in this world can stop God from loving you. Amen. God gives me power in life. Number eight, Timothy 1, 7, the Spirit. For the Spirit of God has, has gave us the Spirit of God gave us. For the Spirit of God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self discipline. Glory to God, we don't have to walk around in fear. Glory to God. We have power, love, and a sound mind. We think right. The Word of God makes you think right. The the word of God is make you think right. And when you think right, you'll talk right. Amen. Number 10. Number 9. God's presence brings joy. I say his presence brings joy. Whenever God is present, there's joy. Hallelujah. Psalm 1611. You make known to me the path of my life. You will fill me with joy. In your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Number 10. God will fill me to overflowing with hope. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill me or uh, fill you with all joy and peace. As you trust in him. You have to trust in him so that you may be overflowed, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God, the Holy Spirit is to supply you. Number 11, right quick. God will strengthen and help me. Isaiah 41.10. Glory to God. Number 12, God will give you wisdom. James 1.5. Number 13, God promises you An abundant life. It's not God that's the thief. God is not a thief. God is not a killer. God is not a murderer. God is not a destroyer. But it's the thief. It's the thief. It's the devil. Hallelujah. Listen to this. John 10.10. It's the thief. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Glory to God. God is not killing folk. God is not destroying folk. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And he sure ain't stealing because he's not a thief. He's not a murderer. And he's not a destroyer. He's a life giver. And he want us to have life in that life abundantly. Glory to God. Verse 14. God has a plan for your life. For my life. Je- Jeremiah 29 11, For I know the plans I have for you. Says the Lord. They are plans for good. And not a disaster. God is not bringing disaster. He did not have plans to, to, to bring disaster in your life. He said his plans are good. And his plans to give us a future. And a hope. And number 15. God can be trusted. Hallelujah. I say he can be trusted. Glory to God. Hebrews 10.23. Let us hold tightly without wavering. Without doubting. To the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted. To keep his promise. Glory to God. And let's look at number three right quick. The third outline. The third point. How are the promises of God activated in a believer's life? Let's look at James twenty-two through twenty-four in the Message Bible. It said, "Don't be fool. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but letting the Word of God go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Those who hear." and do not act uh, or do not act uh, like those who glance in the mirror walk away and two minutes later have no idea what they are or what they look like verse 25 but whoever catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God to f- the free life even out of the corner of his eye and sticks with it is no distracted scatterbrain but a man or a woman of action that person will find delight and affirmation in the action we got to act on the word of god we got to have faith in the word of god hallelujah faith come by hearing romans 10:10 10, 10, i mean romans 10:17 the king james bible so so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god Amen. But here it is right here. A believer's faith is measured by the amount of knowledge acquired from the word of God by hearing. Let me read that again. A believer's faith is measured by the amount of knowledge acquired from the word of God by hearing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Knowledge will never become a working knowledge until believers Become a doer and act on the knowledge of God's word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Promises of God has to be voice activated. Faith has to have a voice. The word of God has to have a voice in your life. The word of God has to be voiced. Back to God. Hallelujah. It has to be the word of God has to be voiced toward whatever object is being sent to. Hallelujah. The promises of God has to be activated. Romans 10, 8 through 10. In the Amplified Bible. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word. The message, the basis of faith, which we preach. That's what we need to be preaching. Faith, 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 building folks up with faith. Glory to God. We need to be preaching faith in the word of God. Because if you you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty as God, And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. That's all we have to do to be saved is just believe. For with the heart, a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification. We've been justified by believing in Christ Jesus. That is being made righteous. You've been made righteous. You don't work for your righteousness. You can't be too so so good a to shoe to receive righteousness. You were made righteous. So if you were made righteous, there's nothing you can do to become righteous but accept what the person did that made you righteous. Being freed of the guilt of sin. We've been free from, from the guilt of sin. So there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus and made acceptable to God. We've been accepted by God through Christ Jesus. And with the mouth, he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly. Faith has to have a voice, resulting in and confirming his salvation. Glory to God, hallelujah. Listen to this. It is a necessity that we know the word of God and walk in the God kind of love before faith can be applied. Faith has to be anchored to the word of God and released out of the mouth. Faith generates God's power in a believer's life. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. So we'll stop right here. But I praise God that I believe this word has been good and I thank God that you have received this word by faith and that you'll begin to act on what you hear to, to make the knowledge of God in your life become a working knowledge. So I praise God for you. And I thank God for you tuning in to See the Faith Clinic Podcast to hear the word of God. And I want you to know that I have a book out on Amazon that's uh, with the title of Faith That Possesses. Believers are possessors. We are possessors. We already possess what God has in store for us and what he has provided for us is by our faith. Glory to God, hallelujah. So I want you to be blessed, prosperous, healthy, and whole until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen.